Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like bro, but he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Alright, yeah! Thursday. Yep, Thursday edition of the Taz Show. Have no fear. A little bit of tardiness, but we are here. And a very minor technical thing. But we've dealt with here. We handle that like peanut butter and jelly. That even is an expression. Welcome to the show. Maybe you're listening live right now on the radio.com app. Uh, radio.com app. Take two. Thank you for that. Or maybe you're listening at tashow.com or watching at tashow.com. Maybe you're watching the video on demand or what some experts call a VOD or maybe the audio on demand. Whatever it is you're doing, you're ingesting the show and that means you love me and I love you. So welcome to the Taz Show, ladies and germs, as the expression goes, and this will be a fun show. Talk a little bit of NXT, team a little bit of Lucha Underground. I caught a little bit of each one. And uh, some sporting news talk. I'll do a little bit of that. Get a little house cleaning it from the from the what's the, the tip rip? What are we calling it again? Let me bring in the lumber biscuit. The biz dev guy. He has a memory like a parrot. What's it called? Uh, Dennis off the Strip. rip. What? Off, off, off the rip. Off right? the rip. Yeah, off the rip. I don't know what I was getting at. Why did I say off the rip? Oh yeah, I'm ready. It's something, right? House cleaning off oh, the yeah, rip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little later on, we'll do a little uh, something too. How about that? We'll be on the Facebook Live later on, as they say. We'll be on that later on. Talk a little Mr. Met here in Seg One, who's probably the most over guy, not just in sports, but in the world right now, because the Mets lost again yesterday to the, the Brewers. 7 1, right? I think it was. Yeah. And, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Mr. Met's angry and he's got issues, and we'll get into that a little bit. And that's why I love him and all the other mascots. In baseball, are soft. Mr. Met is a stud. His name should be Chuck because he don't give up. You know what I'm saying? That's how this goes. So welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, if you want to call the show, you can. People are already calling. They have the phone in their memory bank. That's what all the kids are doing now with their phones. Very simple process. If you'd like to contact the show and talk about something. Attention hotline fans. Uh, the number is 866-475-2948. That's an 866-475-2948. Yes, and you can give uh, your off-the-hooks also. You can do that, um, which this week is tag teams off-the-hook. Book your three mini-match supercard uh, tag teams. So basically, you would need six teams. Some of you like to cheat and add, like, other people. And that's not supposed to be. Next week, we will do another <laughs> off-the-hook topic, which will be a scraping of the barrel, I believe, Dennis. It will be a, uh, what is it, time of day are we doing? or uh... Time of day. And if I remember correctly, you had made the rule that it has to be... On the 32. Yes. So in memory of 632, twice as pissed. So it's got to be your time of day. Off the, we'll, we'll promote this tomorrow. And speaking tomorrow, this would be part of house cleaning. Let me get this out of the way. Uh, big special guest tomorrow. So house cleaning, Jones, at 321. 
It's time for Taz to do some house cleaning, tidying up all the huh. schmutz and other bullshit on the Taz Show. So tomorrow we got the uh, the man himself known as the Austin Aries. Yes, Austin Aries, WWE superstar, will be on the show tomorrow. So looking forward to uh, talking to A-Double again. Uh, had him on a long time ago here on the Taz Show. And uh, it's great. Going to chat it up with him, talk about his book a little bit. And um, also talk about his, uh, get a little bit of thoughts on from him on his uh, big cruiser mate, cruiser weight submission, submission match that he has uh, against Neville this coming Sunday at Extreme Rules. So as you guys know, we saw Austin Aries get a tap-out victory on Raw over Neville. I believe it was Neville, right? Yeah, he did. He tapped out Neville, so... We'll get his thoughts and opinions on this Sunday, but also about his book. So his book is about food. I talked about his book very early in the week here. Very early. Very early, Dennis. Like, very. It's three days ago. I'm acting like it was like, you know, like how many, how many, how early in the week could it be? It's either Monday or, or Sunday. And all the days in between. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, uh, that math checks out. But you need to stop me when I say very, very early in the week. Stop! You need to stop that. Can't well, you weren't wrong. No, but it's not very, it's an exaggeration. Very early in the week. Oh. It's today's Thursday. I can get away with saying that. It's a little stupid, to be honest with you. It's dopey, as some radio guys like to use that word a lot. It's dopey. It's stupid. Well, let me stop. I'm not going off on people at work for CBS. All right, so uh, other house cleaning uh, items. The uh, We Over t-shirt is selling like hotcakes, as they call it. Yes, over at Pro Wrestling Tees. So uh, you can go buy the new We Over t-shirt, black with uh, gray and orange ink. This is a awesome t-shirt. I'm still waiting for mine. And, um, you know, when I get it, I will wear it proudly uh, right here on the Taz Show. So, look, I, I'm getting a lot of uh, notification from some people that over at Pro Wrestling Tees, some of you people are being unloyal and cheating on me. So what that means is, uh, yeah, I know Dennis made a smirk face. Like, that's not right. It's true, Dennis. They're going on Pro Wrestling Tees, and what are they doing? They're shopping. Why? Why are you shopping? There's nothing to shop. You go to the Taz Show page. Simple. We over, not yeah, not everybody. Right. Thank you. Exactly. Well said, sir. Well said, Dennis. Finally, you're defending the effing show. It's okay. about time when your bread is buttered, and it's a lot of bread and a lot of butter. Will you stop? So I'll tell That's you. It's true. <laughs> My arteries are screaming. <laughs> Dude, if you drop here. <laughs> Just roll me over to the side. I don't know side. what I'm gonna do, bro. I, I call got, it a day. Maybe somebody else. Open the window. Yeah, but, oh one. Just don't a even. Two. Let's just dump them. <laughs> yeah, my luck. You'll land 44 floors down. You'll bounce off an awning, and live. Oh, oh. that would be a sight. It's no. like when grizzly bears get shot, or not grizzly bears, but like bears get shot when they're in the tree in like neighborhoods and they just fall out all yeah, limp. That'd be you. Yeah. You fall like, a, fall like on an awning or like on a, like on an Uber, Ooh. like on a taxi. Oh, just fall in a taxi. Just be like, oh my God. You would be some kind of bear. I could pitch you in the woods. You'd be something else. I'll tell you that right now. I'm a big uh, scratch my back against a, uh, like a door or something. Cause I, I got short arms, but I got a wide back. So I got to do like the grizzly bear. <laughs> grizzly bear meets Anthony. Yes, I understand. <laughs> I understand what's going on. Yeah, you could basically. Oh, I funny. could picture you walking through the woods and then just some hunters say, "Look at that! It's an orangutan bear!" And he got you in the crosshairs. Tremendous. The 
pitching, dude. I'm telling you, out of control. Got you in the crosshairs already on the show. It's unbelievable. You ever go hunting? Yes, I have my uh, lifetime license, actually. You have <laughs> It's unbelievable. You're a minister. <laughs> You're I, you I wear a many hats. License. <laughs> dude, <coughs> I think you're the biggest bullshit artist in the world, to be I, honest. But I'll buy it. I'm hook, line, and sinker. No oh, problem. Hold on, hold on. I'll, uh, what? I'll show you. I have it on me. What, what do you have? Don't take it out. Hold on, sir. Don't. Wait a minute. What are you doing? I'm going to get my lifetime license out for you. God. The show just came to a screeching halt. So this is, you're going to share your address with everyone? Uh, no, it doesn't have my address. Let's but zoom in on that. There it is. New York Lifetime License. Well, you stop moving. I'll, move, I'll meet you. Sorry. All I can see is those giant yeah. fat fingers. <laughs> those, <laughs> that's all I can see. Here, so that, if you, if you want to send mail to my mother's house. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. That's funny. <laughs> um, so that's your, hold up. Again. It's, got a, it's got a bear on it. Shocking. Hunting Jones. Yeah. Hunting fishing license. Mm -hmm. So anyone wants to go fishing with me in New York. No one cares. Awesome. Uh, that's great, pal. So you're a minister. You're a... What else? Is there anything else we need to know about you here? I mean... Uh, this isn't my natural hair color. This is a dye job. I feel like I should get that out of the way. Stop, sir. Please. All right. So there's your house cleaning. That went well. <laughs> that did take a turn. <laughs> that, that, that went well. I mean, this is what happens here on the show. I mean, sometimes it happens. We'll talk a little baseball real quick here. Uh, I couldn't help but notice yesterday uh, the Yankees uh, finally lost the game. I feel like it's been never. No, the Orioles have uh, the Orioles have the Yankees number. Oh my God! Scared the piss out of me. Yeah, I feel like the uh, the Yankees. Uh, well, listen, the Orioles they lost uh, another series to the Orioles, ten to four. They haven't won a series in Camden Yards in like. But you guys beat the Yankees, the, the Orioles the other day, right? Two days ago. Yes, yesterday. and then Memorial Day. Oh, early us. in the week, early. <laughs> Way earlier in the week. <laughs> All right, so t t the uh, Tanaka, uh, well, he was losing pitch, right? He had four strikeouts, seven earned runs, nine hits. He pitched five point two innings. Not looking good. Yeah. Well, he should be a Met. Let's, let's be honest. Speaking of the Mets, my Mets lost another one. 7-1 to the, the Brewers. Ay, 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 ay. DeGrom, Jacob DeGrom with the hair. All the Mets pitchers have long hair. You know what they all need to do? Get a friggin' haircut. They all look like a bunch of nerds with these friggin' hair, the long hair. Nerd! It's annoying. Get a haircut. Maybe we'll win. You too, Thor. I love you. But get a friggin' haircut. Haircut. It's not gonna bite my lip. So DeGrom gave up eight hits, seven earned runs, had six strikeouts. He pitched four innings. Jesus, four innings. I caught the tail end of this game. I turned it on, maybe it was the eighth inning, seven nothing. I'm like, Jesus, the Brewers. Now I think I got to deal with, uh, I still haven't found out about Austin Aries if he's a Brewers fan. That's what I'm concerned with. He you might be coming on here talking a bunch of crap. He's the type to talk crap. And I'm going to have no bad. If my team just lost, what am I going to say to him? I got nothing. I'm going to need your help on this. Uh, it's, that's tough because the Brewers did just beat. Oh, well, he's a vegan. Uh, oh, so we could. Oh, well. Well, I, I, you know what? I, I, I have I an idea. I am the minister of man meat. I, I know you are, and I have an idea. Just side note, it has nothing to do with baseball. But I think that when Austin Aries is on, you should not engage with him because you are such a big meat eater. Okay. And you're such, you love meat. So I just think that it could cause a problem on the show. It goes everything against what this man's book is. So, so I, I, you know, I don't think it's a good idea to have you even, maybe you should stay home. How about that? Uh, you could stay home and right. 
you know, cook bacon and, and eat English muffins with butter, whatever you do. I mean, maybe you should do that, okay? So that's the deal. Uh, what else we got going on here? In the, uh, in the hockey, the uh, Penguins jump out to an early uh, two-nothing, uh, two, two-game lead, I should say, in the Stanley Cup final, defeating the, the Preds. They had a Nashville Predators 4-1 to in game two. I got to start getting into the hockey. It's the perfect time to get to it now. Stanley Cup Jones. Jump right in. You know? There's only five games left, potentially. <laughs> perfect. Speaking of another sport you can do that, what is that's hoops. Game one of the NBA Finals tips off today with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They go up against the Golden State Warriors. This is the LeBron James versus the Steph Curry, basically, for the third uh, straight year. And uh, not just Steph Curry. What's the other guy's name? This tall Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Skinny Arms Jones. I saw this guy in an interview. This guy's got arms like, like Linguini. I mean, it's like... That's dude, a good nickname. Go to the gym. I mean, really, go go put some thickness in your arm, son. Thickness in your arm. I mean, you're a pro- freaking professional basketball player. I know you're 10 feet tall. Get some thickness. That's why you're not going to be a success, Kevin Durant. That's why you cannot play the game the right way. You could edit anything in that if you like. That's no, that does. <laughs> okay, so that's the deal on that. Anything else? Um, oh, and some, on, uh, on some serious stuff, speaking of basketball and LeBron James. I noticed this yesterday in the news also. Very uh, just disappointing and, uh, and disgusting, to be frank. Uh, LeBron James, um, his, one of his homes, his home in Los Angeles, was vandalized with a bunch of racial slurs painted on the front gate of his uh, home. And I think his family was home. He's been on the road. Um, it's horrible. You know, this guy is in these huge basketball games right now. And then I heard him in an interview with uh, Rachel Nichols from ESPN. And he said it well said. He said, I'm over here talking about racism and and." Where you got these uh, gigantic basketball games that are happening now, you know, like it's it's just horrible, it's disgusting. Not, forget basketball, just that someone would do that, and that's horrible. Um, so we need to just um, fix what we how we think as a society, folks. Seriously, just just really just bad. So uh, so that's a deal uh, on that. Uh, hey, John in Cleveland, you're on the Tash show. What do you say there? Hey, what's going on, Taz? What's up, champ? What's up to the uh, minister of man meat slobber jobber? Good moment. Uh, oh, man, Taz, I uh, wanted to call and uh, tell you about uh, some advice you gave me a while ago. This is like 2001-ish. Well, where was this? Where did we give this advice? Where did I give this advice to you? In, in Cleveland. Uh, I was one of those little almost preteen fans that would hang out after shows and try and talk to all the wrestlers. Yeah. Way, way back then. Okay. I think they put you guys up in the Ritz Carlin at the time because that was like right across from the Gundarina. Okay. I don't don't remember. Okay, but go ahead. Well, like 15 years ago. Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, I remember you, and I remembered you from ECW, and uh, you looked kind of upset. I'm not sure why, but I mean... You just got done working a show, so that makes sense. But uh, I came up to you and I asked you specifically, hey, Taz, how do I become a wrestler? And you told me, uh, don't. <laughs> and there you go. That is funny. That uh, is, <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> that is he's just dying laughing right now. Yeah. I, I actually used to do this guy's not lying because I used to do this. Such a... I used to do this all the time. Like, and I was serious when people would come uh... up to me and ask me. And I would get that. I would always say, "Don't do it. Don't unless you have a lot of patience. 
and you have money saved or your family's wealthy, don't waste your friggin' time. So, because it takes a long time to get a financial payoff and a long time to get a happy payoff. So, oh, believe me, I, I know that because uh, I didn't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started uh, working when I was 19, mm. spent five years in the business. Uh, I'm training to get back in now. I just got medically cleared to get back in after a few years off. Right. I took this, uh, I, I took a backdrop and shattered my tailbone. Mm. That was, uh, You've that heard was me. Have you heard me talk in the past about the dangers of backdrops? Uh, I actually had, and I had to laugh because I'm a fan of your show because you're one of the guys that inspired me to become a wrestler. Because I'm about as tall as you were back in your prime. So you're six one. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, uh, Can you stop? I'm six, okay. six two and a half, and I got a body <laughs> like two thousand one Mick Foley. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, not anymore. I've been working out seven days a week because, I, like I said, I want to get back in the ring. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I, tail, I, I tailbone, Jones. You broke your tailbone, and, and you you broke it, or what happened to your tailbone? Well, I, I had shattered the bottom part of my tailbone. I took a backdrop trying to do a spot that uh, me and a guy I was working were planning out. Or I took the backdrop, but I would land on my ass. Oh. Pardon my French. And nah, want to do he that. would come off the ropes and hit me with the clothesline while I was in the sitting position. Yeah. But I took it in a bad ring, and it was all wood. There was no padding there. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, and yeah, that was uh, that was it. That'll do it. That'll do it, John. Well, I appreciate you calling, sharing your story. So you took my advice, but then you went and wrestled anyway, and then now you want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ew, I missed the business. Politics, maybe not so much, but uh. the... Uh, the crowd the is performing. The performing. The you missed the performing. That's what you're saying. The performing. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the the crowd and the yeah. uh, actually just working in the ring. It was a, it was a blast, and you get in some good locker rooms, and it it it's just all worth it. Well, yes, but uh, I still would say to you, if you were that young kid, don't do it. So I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, man. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for calling, man. Uh, not a problem, Taz. Have a good one, brother. You too. Take care, man. So, uh, so there you go. I, I, I've talked in the past. I, I don't think you were here, uh, Dennis, uh, when I had a discussion, uh, a lengthy discussion about backdrops and the dangers of them. That that was before you were here, right? When the show was good, right? Is that when, when was that? Is that when it was? You've mentioned it briefly, but not as in depth as I know you spoke in the past. Why? Why do you do that all the time? Do what? That. Okay. No, it's. You don't give a full answer. You live on the fence. For a man the size of you, you live on the fence. I'm very, uh, I've, I'm very nimble. I can, I have great balance. It's either no, Taz. I was not here when you discussed backdrops, or yes, I remember it. Well, to answer your question, no, you haven't gotten depth with me. But yes, you have mentioned backdrops. So They're dangerous, very <laughs> dangerous. More than people know. After I injured my neck, I've talked about this in the past. I did not, basically, I, I was done. Take, and I didn't hurt my neck on a backdrop, but I just know the dangers of backdrops. And once I got hurt, f- f- your flag, flag Jones. Once I got hurt, you know, I, uh, I, I knew that the one, one spot and move I would avoid would be a backdrop. Um, it's just, it's just they're that dangerous. It's just, it's, you watch guys do it or girls do it on TV. <coughs> Excuse me, and it looks very easy, and it's actually not, because there's a margin for error. And with that gentleman who just called saying his, he was trying to end, uh, land on his ass, that I do not suggest anyone who's 
attempted to be a wrestler or is a wrestler. That is just, that's not a good idea. You're going to compress your tailbone, which is uh, at, uh, you know, the top area of your buttocks and the split in your ass. And, uh, you know, you're going to cause a major problem and compress your spine when you land on your ass off of a back backdrop. It's very dangerous. You want a flat back, land on your back. And before you do that, I highly suggest you learn how to bump from a professional the right way. Um, because it's a dangerous, dangerous bump, and it's underratedly dangerous. And that, my friends, uh, is the truth, I can assure you. Hey, uh, Chap Shooter in North Carolina, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, pal. And good moment to the hunter and man meet, mm. Dennis. Good That's moment. Dennis, yes. Um, and I always want to touch on backdrops real quick, since you brought it up. Uh, or just, like, ass bumps in general. Like, why would somebody really would want to take that especially like rotate like that on there and hurt their back like that yeah i don't understand it but you know some guys try to do different things it's just i'm just saying that's like extremely uh extremely dangerous so what's up what else is up chap shooter okay i got two questions and the first one's been really bugging me because i've had no because i've had no idea how to like i always forgot to ask it so you call a beck bacon egg and cheese yes or a bacon egg and cheese beck yeah. What do you call a steak, egg, and cheese? Well, that's a whole different level. Um, you know, it depends what type of steak. It could be a Romanian steak, which would be uh, a resk, you know. So that's, I mean, Dennis, you're familiar with the Romanian steak, the strip steak, as some would call yeah. it. Yeah. Delicious. Right, Dennis knows. The strip steak is something you can get in a diner here in the Northeast. So that would be called a resk, okay? So you can go with a steak, egg, and cheese. Usually it's a Romanian steak. Uh, it's not a brisket that we would put on a, a steak, egg, and cheese. Um, I've heard one schmuck call it a sec, too, and I almost basically kicked him in his balls, to be frank. So uh, it's called a, a resk. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, uh, Chap Shooter? Okay, and I was wanting to talk about uh, ma bumping managers and like thereof. Yes. Do you think that WWE could really benefit from having managers that bump that way? You can take the heat, or you can let the baby faces get their shine, and that way you don't have to kill the heat of the heel wrestler by letting the manager maybe take some of the bumps. Well, it's old school. I mean, you know, you don't see many uh, managers bump anymore. You know, um, I, I but I think it's smart the way the business has evolved, Chap Shooter, because if you look at, I think recently at the NXT Takeover show. Um, I think it was on that show where Paul Ellering took a bump, right? I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was Paul Ellering from the Authors of Pain. Right, right. So so that was the first time we've seen Ellering bump. I don't know, the last time I've seen that man bump, and I thought it was great. And I think that less is more. So they're, they're, I think they're trying to put the emphasis on the talent, the wrestlers, because those are the ones who draw money. So I don't think by managers bumping, it puts more heat on wrestlers. I think by managers bumping, what it does is it just gives excitement to the audience in that moment there is no uh long-term positivity out of excitement in the moment for a manager the manager is not drawing the money and, and and he's not the guy working even though he's talking people into the building sometimes he's not the guy drawing the money so the evolution of the business is which i think wwe leads that you 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 don't need the manager bumping that much because that's just excitement in the moment. That makes sense to you? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's what I was uh, thinking, but yeah. I, I wasn't one hundred percent sure on it. But um, well, now you got it. See, now it's locked yeah. in. Yeah. So what else? Because I got to let you wrap up here, bro. Um, 
I, I was going to say, is it more of a payoff thing whenever they do bump? Maybe for more of a payoff, like Paul Helling, you know, rarely bumping, and it's like a big pop. Yeah, it's like I just said. I mean, I think it's more of a thing where it's just in the moment. It's just for excitement. Like it's, when you say payoff, I'm a, I don't think you mean financially. I think what you mean is payoff for us the end of the angle or it's at a big pay-per-view or something like that. Then, yeah, you know, but you don't see it a lot. I mean, I think when Paul, Paul Heyman ends up taking like a real bump, um, I mean, he's been roughed up here and there in the ring, but I don't think he's, I don't remember the last time he's taking a real bump. I can't recall. Maybe it was recently, but um, I think that'll be a big, big thing. I think a guy like Finn Balor, I mean, I think people would go crazy at some point in a big match for the Universal title, maybe at SummerSlam. If some way, somehow, something happens and Finn Balor, you know, whatever, hypothetically, hits Heyman with a drop kick. I mean, because imagine this. That place would go crazy. You know, just a basic drop kick. Now, I don't know if Paul can take a bump off a drop kick. It's a little bit harder than people would know if you don't know how to work. Paul knows the business. He knows the ring. And he's taken a lot of bumps in his career. Uh, he's probably taken a drop kick, for all I know, uh, when he was a lot younger, probably. But, you know, it, it, I'm just using a drop kick for, for shit and giggles here. But... You know, uh, I, I do think that would be a, a, a cool moment to see Paul somehow, some way get bumped by a guy like a Finn Balor. You know, I just think that would be to the point of chap shooter or and a payoff moment type thing. So that's the deal. All right, so I got to go to break here. All this other break, we're going to show you a little footage of Mr. Matt. If you didn't see this right, it's pretty funny. Uh, Mr. Matt's pissed off. He just became the number one mascot in all of sports because of this moment. Uh, also, I'll get into some NXT chatter, a little bit of Lucha Underground. We'll take some more phone calls. Taz Show. Break time, Jones. Sit back. We'll be right back. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. <laughs> yeah, Taz Show. All right. Uh, I'm going to cover that Mr. Met thing here in a second. Uh, it's all over all the sports things. Uh, the TV shows, they're all talking about it. It's a big deal. Apparently, the New York Mets organization uh, issued an apology, and they say that the person uh, that was wearing the costume, the employee, will never wear the costume again. (laughs) I don't want to see anyone lose their job, but, um, I mean, shouldn't there be a little more accountability, uh, like a fine for that employee, or a suspension, or even possibly a firing? I'm just saying, like, you know. I mean, sure, people like me think Mr. Met is a stud. Uh, he is the number one mascot in the world. And here he is, by the way. So, uh, especially after this antics, um, Daddy. Let's show the video. We have the... No audio, right? Just just, just video? It's a quick... Uh, it's quick, so it's looped a bunch, and then we have the still frame, so... All right, well, let's go. Loop Jones. There we go. It's Mr. Matt. If you notice what he just did right there, let's take a close look at the hand. That's a flip-off... That's a F-U uh, jobber. That's someone yelling at him, and he flipped the guy off, which is, to me, priceless, and there's video of it, and it's even funnier. Um, you know, so the Mets had to apologize for this. Um, look, there's a close-up of it. <laughs> look at that. It's tremendous with the smiling face and the flip. Oh, God, I should make that my Twitter avatar. Someone's doing that right now. 
Oh, that is. There's, there's a bunch of Mets slap fans. A, slap a Taz hat on them. No, no, just leave it like that. Dude, I wouldn't do nothing. It's perfect. I want to make that the logo of my show. That's. Uh, that is just his smile. It's just. That is just tremendous. Mr. Met, stud right there. Uh, there is no mascot that can pull these kind of antics. And this, the Mets, as I said, they're interested in apology. And, and the, 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 the cat that was wearing the costume will not wear it again. Which I, Why do you have to stooge it off? What about little, the little kids? Why do you even have to say there's someone wearing a costume? Little kids, when I was a kid, I thought Mr. Met was a real real Mr. Met, a guy with a baseball head. I mean, I believed Mr. I, dude, I believed it. It was like Santa Claus to me. I mean, once I was like, I don't know, you know, 14, 15, then I realized he wasn't. Will you stop? You know what I mean? But otherwise, up until then, I, I believe, I believe, bro. I mean, the amazing Mets. I mean, Mr. Met, like Santa. Uh, I, that, that surprises me from you. Yeah. Sorry about the background noise. The fans is hot in here. So, Mr. Met, um, Mr. Met just uh, basically, uh, you know, Flipping everybody off. I, I think it's tremendous. I really do. Sorry again about the background noise. It's just we have we don't have an air conditioner here. It's very archaic fans we have, like old and like warehouse fans. They they bought these fans down. I don't know if you heard. Uh, CBS bought these fans for the Taz Show. We have three big fans, and they bought them from a yard sale that they were doing at a warehouse in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, for all these steel mills. So these old rickety fans, that's why at times you'll hear them. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet. You can hear. Listen closely. I'll, I'll, I won't talk so you can hear. Listen. So it's loud, you know. It's like this is what happens. So, you know, they're, they're looking at to get a different... Yeah, that's the one that's on me on the left. Here. That thing is pranks. So it's, it's a bitch, you know. But this is what we deal with here on the Taz Show. So, uh, you know, that's the deal. All right, I'm going to get into uh, NXT here in a second, uh, take a call, and then we'll rock and roll. Hey, Chris, New Hampshire, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hi, Taz. Good moment. Good moment. Good moment, Good moment, Lumberjack. Good moment. What's going on, Chris? Um, I got my off the hooks, and I have a comment about the women's money in the bank match, okay. and I want to put the whole team over. Okay, why don't you give you off the hooks first, bud? All right, the first match is Hell No versus Rock and Sock. All right, I like that. The second match is the National Disasters, Typhoon and Earthquake. I remember them, yep. Versus Authors of Pain. Nice. In the third match, a Doc Gallows and Kyle Anderson are accompanied to the ring by Finn, AJ, and Kenny Omega. Versus HBK and Triple H are complete to the ring by the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac. You put a lot of thought behind this. I like it so far. Okay. And what was the, uh, you were going to make one, uh, you made a little statement about, I can't recall what you were going to say, Money in the Bank, I think uh, Yeah, Women's Money in the Bank. Okay, go ahead. Is it just me or is James Ellsworth getting really, really annoying? And I feel if he interferes, he is going to ruin the match. A couple of things. His job, okay, his job, Chris, is to be annoying, right? He's a heel. He should be annoying. He should. That's his whole shtick. And he, the more annoying, annoying he is, the more he's going to get complimented by his boss because that's his job. So I get your drift. Yeah. Now, as far as him getting involved in the match, 
yeah, I definitely think he's going to get involved with the match, but I think, I, my opinion, I think it's going to backfire. So, um, because that's the type of heel valet he is, he's not really a manager, that he is. He's a type that it would just it would just backfire, um, you know, in my opinion. Okay, and what's the, you're, you're done, dude? Anything else? You're something I'm putting over Dennis? What are you trying to do? <laughs> yeah, um, well, I want to call with Aunt Anthony because Ooh, wow. he he encouraged me to call when I was nervous a few weeks ago. Really? That's very nice. Anthony is, you know, Dennis, did you know that he told Chris that he inspired Chris? I wonder how to, where, how did he do this? Like on Twitter or something or on the phone? Uh, no, no, through the gimmick chat. Oh, gimmick chat. I was, I was debating whether to call and he hopped on and said, don't worry about it. Just call in and. Oh, that's nice. That's nice of uh, Andy to do that. Chris, thank you for calling, buddy. Yeah, well, and I want you to put you and Dennis over. Oh, yes. Well, of course. Let me stop. Go ahead. Do it. Well, I want you to put you over because I listen to your show every morning. Thank you. And I and I get up at 7 or that moment just to listen to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Seriously, Chris. Thank you, man. Yep, and Dennis, I love that game he made with uh, uh, the point game at WrestleMania. What, eating hamburgers as fast as humanly possible? That game? No. no. Oh, that is no, my specialty. No the, no, the prediction game. What game was he talking about? Where you, the, the rankings, how you, the, the confidence picks. Oh, Chris, thank you for calling. Thank you, yes. Chris. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, the confidence picks. You're not very confident in it. Yeah, I'm not. The bed on that, uh, but I, I think I, we need to maybe do that again. I just, it's tough, man. Like I said, it's tough, man. Predicting uh, wrestling lately, it's just uh, the some of the, the story arc stuff's a little strange. But we got Austin Aries on tomorrow, so maybe a prediction thing will have to happen early in tomorrow's show, as opposed to later. You know, that's that that's how that will have to go. Okay, so NXT. Before I get back to the phone calls in here, okay, so. A lot of folks are talking about how the show opened, which I liked because it was different. With Champa, Tommaso Champa coming out uh, in street clothes, uh, cutting a promo, and he was on crutches because of this knee injury, and he's going to be out uh, for some time due to this injury. Now, the last we saw him, I believe, was when he put all that heat and he turned on his partner uh, Gargano and beat him up bad. So, the promo I thought that Champa cut was good. Um, I didn't think it was amazing. I thought it got started to get amazing towards the end. It started off very slow for me, and it started off a little strange for me. Um, and this is why. Uh, he's a heel. He just did a real heel heinous act. The announcers tried to paint that on him, which they, means they, they should do that. <sighs> but yet, I felt like the audience there... And me at home watching him come out on crutches because he's such a good talent. And he's a guy who still hasn't gotten that huge, huge, huge break yet. So you're pulling for this guy because he paid his dues. He's not a young kid and he's earned his stripes. So you want him to succeed, you know. But when I saw him come out, I felt bad for him. You know, because he was on crutches and because he's hurt and because he's about to get this big heel push and the poor bastard is hurt now. So I felt bad for him. But now you're going to let him talk. And he's a heel. And in the beginnings of his commentary, it wasn't really heelish. You know, until he did the right thing of saying, hey, come on out here, Gargano. I owe you an explanation or something like that. Oh, it just dawned on me you're not here type thing. I'm cool with all that. That's fine. That's a good heel way to roll. 
but a lot of his promo he kind of was telling the truth in the beginning of some things and and i think as a heel you shouldn't tell the truth you should be on crutches especially if this just happened because then we feel bad for you not blaming champa um creatively i just don't know if they should have went that route um you know i think that his promo did crescendo up into a good intense angry heel promo and not that i'm saying i think all promos should be guys screaming and yelling angry because i don't think that's what it should be i do think there's a lot more legs to promos and legs to talent when they talk instead of scream at people all the time so i just felt like it was a little bit of a disconnect for me that champa was on crutches when he first came out because i instantly felt bad for him and you know he was talking about in the creative of the promo that um kind of lightly paraphrasing that you the audience the people in full sale all this kind of stuff people knew he was hurt going into the match i think he said nxt right dennis that we said correct going into the match at nxt they knew he was hurt and they already had him replaced you know, and he was pissed off about that. Like moving, they were moving. And I don't, I can't remember any of that. Unless, I don't remember that happening. But so if he's lying about that and it's a heel paranoia, then boom, bingo. I love it. Yes. Yes. Perfect. That's great. You know, I, 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 I think you need, you know, you need some announcer support there with that. And I think you need to really hammer home that he's lying. Because if he's lying, then I don't like him now. And that's your job as an audience is not to like the bad guy, as we know. I just don't like the bad guy coming out with a fresh injury on crutches. And I kind of feel bad for him. And then I'm a little confused on the promo. But he did, I think, get the audience and turn real full-blown heel when he amped up his intensity. You know, I got to tell you, the guy on a high-range talk, as a high-range talker, is very good. His low-range promo, that sounds a little crazy to some people, and just his regular talking voice, I, I didn't dislike him. I actually like him. So I I, I, this, I don't want to be all over, but I'm trying to explain myself a little better than I just did. I think when he just talks regular, even though he's, he's being a heel, I think he's a likable guy for some reason. Even though he looks mean, he's the psycho killer, all this kind of stuff, and he can work his ass off, he looks great, I got it. But there's something about his, uh, the way he talks, he communicates very well, and he, you don't want to dislike him. But when he started getting mad and he started amping up his intensity, well, then I started not to like him. He did his job. So I just think sometimes people need to find who they are and, and talent, talent uh, the creative folks need to find who these guys are and these guys are, are you know, these girls, are, I should say. So um, I don't know if that's confusing or not or if it makes sense. Dennis, you, you, from a fan perspective, you get what I'm saying here? Yes. It, yes, it makes sense. Thanks. Appreciate that. Well, I didn't want to give you a long diet, bro. <clears throat> oh, don't worry. You didn't. Ace in Ohio, you're on a Taz show. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Taz. Hey, Lumberjack. How you doing, buddy? Hey. I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Eh, uh, you know. <laughs> um, Matt off the hooks. And begin. All right. Uh, match one, I've got American Alpha against the Steiner Brothers. Okay. Sounds good. And then... Match two, I've got um. Ah, oh, sorry, what happened, bro? You're right over there. You, you up, Chuck? Yeah. What was? What do you got? A little cold? You got a little upper respiratory uh, thing going on? What's? Uh, what was that, bro? 
just got done at the gym. I'm a little winded. Oh, training Jones. Okay, continue. But I got um, Busos versus um, the Grill of the Destiny. Right. Wait, who's the, the, the Usos against who? Grill of the Destiny. Mm. Tonga and uh, oh. Tongaroa. Yes, 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 yes. Gotcha. Over in uh, New Japan. Yes. And then uh, main event, I've got a Fight Forever tag team match. And it's um, Kevin Steen and El Generico against Raven and Tommy Dreamer. Okay. Sounds good, buddy. I, I like uh, I like you lay down your matches there, Ace. And thank you for calling, buddy. Much appreciated. Ace in Ohio right there. Just got back from gym training. Kind of a little upchuck. How is it? It's kind of gimmick infringement. Can't do that. Yeah. Uh, what else? So then uh, I caught a little bit of the Pete Dunn Danny Burke match. These guys had a really good match. Uh, perfect spot to have a match like this. As we know, at full sale, these people are going to pop the way they're supposed to pop. Um, you know, two cats from the UK. It was, uh, you know, real good. Dunn, Dunn wins the match over Burke. They gave the match a good amount of time. I missed the middle of it. So the beginning and so the end, and, and what I saw looked good. You know, so, I mean, it's no surprise here. Pete Dunn cut a promo at the end of the deal. Uh, kind of ripped Tyler Bate, which he should, saying he's a, he's a kid, he's a boy, and all that stuff. He's not the champ no more. And now me, Pete Dunn, I'm the bruiser weight. It's on me, and, and, you know, and he's a heel, but people pop for him. You know, so this is, you know, we got to get the heels getting heat, guys. That's what we got to do, right? We got to get the heels. If you're a heel, you're Pete Dunn. You're a young, talented guy. You need to get mother effers not to like you, to be frank. <laughs> it's your job. You can't just put that on creative. You got to get the people not to like you, not just pop for you. You, you, you got to be careful of that. It's a tough thing. I've lived it many years ago as a heel where I was getting big-time babyface reactions. It's a tough thing to balance, but it's possible. But it's hard to do. It takes a lot of experience, so... I'm sure as Pete Dunn gets a little older and he'll learn how to control the audience better. The guy's got the physical end of working down with no problem, you know. But um, I think just the, 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 the getting heat, maintaining heat, being a real heel. You know, I talked about this a lot in the past here on this show, you know, about heels. And I talk about heels all the time because heels draw money. You need heels. And I understand the business changes and there's more gray area in the good guys. There's more gray area in the bad guys. I got it. I'm cool with it. I understand it. I respect it. And I'm, I'm okay with it. But at the end of the day, the guys would heal heat are the guys who really draw the money. You need heels. And that's why I'm such a fan of Jinder Mahala as the top guy. I really am. Because he has heat. That's why I was screaming and yelling for so long for Roman Reigns, to, for WWE to f turn him full-blown heel. Because... He would have massive, massive, real good heat. And some bitch would draw. He's over. Don't get me wrong. I, I've been saying for two years that Roman Reigns is over. And I'm still saying he's over. He is over. Trust me. His merch sells huge. People react to him immensely. And he can work. And he's in all top matches. So that means the boss feels he's over. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. And the... Uh, the fans feel he's over because they're 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 watching they're reacting they're they're you know some people are buying his merch they're younger kids and all this kind of stuff and there's a reaction big time reaction for him he's over but you know if he was a full-blown heel meaning roman reigns 
as I said, at nauseum, I think the guy would be a big-time uh, money-drawing guy. Uh, seriously, I really, really do. Hey, Smitty in North Carolina, you're on the tag show. What's up, man? Good moment, Taz. I got my off-the-hooks and a quick tag team question. Let's do it. Strike first, Strike Force versus Samoan SWAT team. Like that, a lot. That's money. Okay, next. Boom versus Chronic, which was Brian Adams and Brian Clark in later years of WCW. I remember the Chronic. What was the first team? Doom. Oh, Doom, Doom, Doom. Uh, Butch Reed and Ron Simmons. Gotcha. Okay. Main event, Harlem Heat versus Money Incorporated. Love it. I like your taste in tag teams. And what's the other thing you were going to say? It seems like in the industry they got away from the old school formula tag teams rather than throwing it back, like with the uh, the same gear, same boots, uh, yeah. double team finish, team name. Do you think that's starting to come back? Because I really like that old school feel. I think that's a very good observation by you, Smitty. I, I, to be frank, I did not notice that, but I do agree with you. It is something that needs to happen, and you do see it more. And I think it's very important to show, to show the cohesiveness of the team. Uh, and thank you for calling, buddy. Uh, good call, Smitty. It, it, to show the cohesiveness of the team to show that it, it, as as simple as wearing the same tights and wearing the same uh well not briefs we don't call them briefs uh correct dennis they're trunks right right no right right well they are trunks no i know well what did i call them you called them trunks i i right. learned this week no but i call them a second i didn't call them briefs no, gear cool. you call it gear too to, gear trunks to protect yourself. just not yeah. briefs no right so the thing is to Smitty's point, yeah, it's it's very important for tag teams to match, to wear the same stuff, to be on the same page, to have that cohesiveness. That it shows team, you know. And I also believe, um, who was it? Was it in a singles match? This is. You guys know I'm stuck on the colors. I'm stuck on two guys wrestling each other or two girls wrestling each other, not wearing the same colors. That's a huge thing to me, huge. I remember, and for those that are new to this show, maybe didn't hear this a long time ago. I talked about. I remember many times in WWE when I was a wrestler there in in the gorilla position as you're about to walk to the ring or, or backstage you would they would post a sign do not wear matching tights do not wear matching gear that type stuff because they did not want you know Dennis wrestling Anthony and Dennis wearing like a tan color trunk and then Anthony wearing like a eggplant color well they would want that because it's different but they wouldn't want both of you guys wearing like a beige or tan, you know, or both of you guys wearing white trunks grappling because then you would, who's who? You know, two rotund guys, you know, rolling around playing grab ass. I don't know who's who. So you want to have two guys wearing two different, two different trunks. But I think WWE kind of got away from that a little bit because we've seen where it's like in big matches, guys are wearing the same color. It drives me crazy. What if a guy always wears black? Okay, I got it. But not everybody should just wear black, and that's the most popular color. Guys love to wear black. The girls wear black. You know, but just recently, we saw AJ Styles, I think it was, wearing all red, I believe. Was this on SmackDown? I think it was, right? And he, who did he wrestle on? Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Do thank you. And Dolph, I think, was wearing black. It was refreshing to see two different colors. I mean, it's like a sports team. You know, you don't have two teams wearing the same color. It's a simple concept. So I think WWE veered away from that. They used to have it. Dude, the flag, please. Just rip the friggin' flag down. Rip it down. Thank God we didn't get that on video. That would have sucked. This whole place is falling apart. What a whole diatribe about, about, you know, wearing gear and what colors. 
And I got the flag falling. Anthony. Where is he? Ant. What's up, boss? Bro, what are you doing? You missed a shot. We never showed Dennis's flag being down. No. D d listen, we, you missed... Did, did we work on this in rehearsal? <laughs> but in the production meeting, you said, I'm going to bury Dennis. Yeah. The flag will fall. Right. He'll rip it down. True. Uh, now I'm seeing in my notes. You did say go to it. Right. Uh, People don't realize, Ian, that everything in the show is written. It's all scripted. The whole mm -hmm. show. Well, Rover eats my notes a lot. So. Yes, I know. Rover, when you have a special bond, that's what I'm hearing. So, um... One day he's going to bite your throat off, and then you're going to talk regular. Uh, by the way, what did you think of that? I tried to set you up with that young lady, that uh, uh, that young girl who knows how to protect herself, that Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> well, I would feel very safe and secure. I yes. Would, uh, I would never lose any sleep at night. Is, and Dennis would probably stop being a bully. You might probably lose some teeth if you piss her off, though. I can tell you that. Uh, do we have any footage of her at any time we could show? Didn't we do this in rehearsal? I guess not. Uh, Dennis is like, oh, damn, why are you putting me on the spot? Do we have any footage of her just kicking the living out of that tree stump? We can, yes. Hey, Ant, she's a pretty girl. Oh, know? very, yeah, yeah. She's a pretty girl. I could just see you and her, and you'd be like, it's my girlfriend, you ain't messing with me. You know, like, and she just, she'll beat somebody's ass. Mm -hmm. You know how, like, it's usually, like, the girl, like, running her mouth and the guys are defended? I would run my mouth so much, yeah. and they'd be like, I'm gonna go get my girlfriend. Yeah, and she would just kick people's face. And she's only maybe 100 pounds, the girl. I mean, so, she's a small girl. We're working on footage for you guys, if you didn't see it on the Twitter. This would be tremendous. If this girl was your girlfriend, I really would. It really would. Um, yeah, but all kidding aside, though, I mean, currently, uh, currently, you're not in a relationship, though, right? I mean, that's 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 no, true. No, right? I am not. Are you trying to? I mean, what's your goals here with this? You tried yesterday. Well, <laughs> you know, you shoot your shot, but uh, I uh, am focused on my career right now. That sounds so <laughs> depressing. Stan in Indiana, you're on the Taz show. How you doing, but Stan? What's up there, buddy? Hey, yo, 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 Taz. How you doing? Stan the man. Stan the man. What's up, buddy? What's up? Uh, it's my first time. Uh, I want to give my off the hooks, and I got a question about the women's division. Yes, sir. Go. Give you off the hooks. Schnell. Okay. Rapido. We're, we're, we're running late. All right. All right. All right. The first one is going to be New Day. That's Biggie and Kofi Kingston versus Arn and Tully. Cool. All right. Uh, the second one is going to be the... I had to change it because I had the... Uh, I had the Gorillas of Destiny versus the Usos, so I had to change it. So I got the Gorillas of Destiny versus uh, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. All right, that's cool. And for my main event, I'm kicking it old school. I got the Face of the Fear, Ming and Barbarian versus this old school fashion, fashion Sting and the Great Muda. I like that. That's a good one right there. All right, and what was your other statement you're going to make? Okay, do you think we're going to get a wave soon of women's tag team division? How they would just come out as tag team. Well, I mean, that's interesting. It's an interesting topic. I, I, I know i got to go to break, so I can handle it on the other side of break. I'll discuss women's tag teams and potentially if that will happen. Stan, thank you for calling. First time, Jones. Uh, and I will also talk a little bit more maybe about uh, the NXT, and I want to touch on the main event of Lucha Underground. Uh, top of the hour is here. Got to go to break. Sit tight. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
Yeah, so I'm checking out the gimmick chat over at uh, TazShow.com where you can log in with your Twitter account, YouTube, your Instagram, many of your social media accounts so you can interact with each other on there and chat it up with some people here from the show, well, yours truly. So I'm taking a look at some of the comments on there, which is cool. Uh, very cool people on there, always following the show along, which is nice. Uh, Shane O, uh, one of our big fans from England, was so kind to put the hashtag the Taz Show drinking game rules and uh, scuttlebutt in the, in the uh, gimmick chat. So, uh, interesting. Uh, one day I have to read these, but you can go over there to TazShow.com. If you're watching the show there, maybe log in or you can check it out there or uh, do whatever it is you do. Uh, also, before the break, I just want to handle this question that uh, the gentleman who called had asked, but I, I had to get the break. So, um, uh, the question basically was about uh, tag teams. Uh, this gentleman's name is Stan, right? I think it was Stan? Yes, Stan, right? Stan Indiana. Did. Stan asked, though, and I'm paraphrasing, was something along the lines of, hey, will there ever be a tag team division for women in WWE? Bah, bah, bah. You know, I've talked about this a while, but a while ago. I, I think it'd be great. I think they should. I feel like it's an opportunity to elevate more talent, more wrestlers, and 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 if you're going to put another championship in there, be the t- a female tag team championship, why not? You have enough talent, and you have some excellent talent in NXT that you're going to move up at sometime soon. I mean, I thought Oscar would have moved up already. I, I think Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce, they're excellent talents. They'll be moving up before you know it. You got Ember Moon as an excellent talent. So they, then I'm missing a bunch. You got. Um, uh, Ruby Riot, who's excellent. You got just talking about the NXT girls in, in itself. You got uh, oh, Sandy. What's her name? Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Yeah, you know, you, there's so many good, you know, female talents. Um, uh, I can't remember the other young lady's name from Jersey. The blonde haired girl. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, excellent talent. I mean, so there's so much good young talent they have. That's just an NXT that'll eventually be with Raw or SmackDown. I mean, I think you got to really think about doing a. And what I would do, what I would do, just 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 some fantasy booking here, guys. Um, I would do, in no particular order. Let's just say on Raw, I would do a Raw, Raw, ta- uh, Raw. Ah, let me back this up. Struggle Jones, Raw tag team titles, female tag team titles, and on SmackDown, what I would do is I would do a. Raw female United States title or intercontinental title, like another secondary singles title instead of a tag team title. That's what I would do. I mean, I think that would work, in my opinion. Just, just an idea. Just an idea. I would go that route. Tag team for females on one show and a sing a secondary singles title on the other. You know, now it prevents you know, uh, talent, female talent from being stagnant or feeling like they got to put out a tweet like Nia Jax did, you know, where she's disgruntled and she sees what they're doing with, you know, on SmackDown with the uh, Money in the Bank where all the females are involved. And she, you know, I'm just saying, it just, it, it prevents talent from being upset that are working hard that they're not getting pushed right. And real quick on that, I talked about this yesterday with Nia's tweet that she put out. I, you know, I respect that she had the, the uh, the chutzpah, as they would say, to do something like that, the guts, as some would call it. Um, I do. Uh, it's a risky thing. You got to be careful. You can get a little heat <laughs> from the boss and the bosses. You got to watch yourself with that. It is also kind of a, a reach out, a cry out to say, "Hey, I'm pissed off. I'm disgruntled here." Um, and then you got to talk to that talent. And say, "Listen, you know, we understand. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that." Bah, bah, bah. I talked about this yesterday. 
I started thinking about uh, on my way home yesterday about this, you know, and, and there's, there is another side to this, you know, uh, that, that started to irk me a little bit. You know, I, I do think that this might ruffle some feathers. I'm not trying to do that, but it could. Uh, I really believe certain talents that come up through the developmental system that WWE has at the Performance Center like Anaya Jackson, so many others that are excellent talents and, and I hear are good people, and, but they're really good in the ring and they're really good performers and all this kind of stuff. So I, I get that. Then you got to close the door. You got people walking by here. They got office people staring at me like I'm a zoo, a zoo animal. I'm tired of this. You know, I'm a professional. I'm trying to work. I got people walking by staring. Oh, you're that Taz guy. You're a stud. I know. Stop it. Leave me alone, please. I'm busy. I digress. So the thing is, I think that when you have talent that is from the developmental system coming up in NXT or in the Performance Center and all that jazz, um, like Anaya Jax and so many others that are so talented, and they really are, um, I, I, I think there is, and I've talked about this a while ago, there is a pay-your-dues type of thing that's a little, ugh. I'm not saying that people that come up through the Performance Center don't pay dues, because they do. They definitely do. But they're getting paid while they're paying dues. <laughs> And I talked about this. They got a luxury bus while they're paying dues. And, they, you know, they, they got everything taken care of for them, you know, when they go on the road. And, and so it's like, you know, I'm sure they're not making tons of money. I know that. But you know what? They're getting paid. There are kids the same age that are coming up as wrestlers, men and women, that, that are not getting paid anything from WWE. They're scrapping for their next booking. They're using their social media to get booked on an independent show. That's real paying you dues. So my thing is... One side of me respects Nia Jackson, which putting that tweet out, and then the other part of me, as I thought about it, was like, Ugh. you know, should you really be complaining? Should you really be complaining? You're on TV. You've been getting pushed. Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade here. You know, you came up through the system. I don't know deep. Deep detail of this girl's history, Dennis. Maybe you could GTS it to protect me in case I'm wrong. But I think she came up through their system. I know she's related to The Rock. I know she's Rock's cousin or something like that. Whatever, she's somehow related to him. I'm just saying, and I'm not just pinpointing her. But I'm saying any man or, man or woman, not that they don't deserve to gripe or bitch on their own personal social media account. They can. But when you do that as a public figure like Naya is and others are, then... People that cover the industry that have been in the pit, in the locker room, and wore boots, and who paid dues, like yours truly, I might say something about it. Sorry. It's just the way it goes. So there's a part of me that respects what she did in that tweet, and there's a part of me that's like, really? I mean, you know, I mean, there are guys and girls that are in WWE that did not come up through that development deal and didn't come up through the NXT, didn't come up with getting paid while they learned how to be wrestlers. Do you have any history on her, dude? Anything? She signed with NXT in 2014 and she's been, you know, so you're right. She started in NXT. Yeah, came up so, so she must have came through. I remember seeing one of the documentaries they did and they focused on her. She's a hard worker, this Nia Jax, and they focused on her. It was like one of the old, um, I don't know, not tough enough. It was one of the behind the scenes of the performance center or something like that 
and they they had a lot of stuff on her and she worked hard you know for she's a big girl strong girl and she's working with girls a lot smaller which is tough believe it or not so she's done a lot of good stuff but i gotta tell you i just think you gotta be careful a little bit there's another part of me on the other side of my mouth the one side i I respect what she did the other side i'm like ah ah, did you really pay those dudes like hardcore like really you know (laughs) to do something like that you know, and you're getting pushed. You're on TV. It's not like you're sitting home, you know. <laughs> so part of me is like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. You have a thought on this, Dennis? No, I. Okay. Troy no. in uh, uh, Atlanta, you were on a Tash show. Hello? Hello, Troy. Hey, good moment. Good moment, my friend. How are you? Hey, I just want to, uh, I'm doing good. I just want to say, uh, you know, this guy, uh, this other caller you guys have, Troy from uh, Alabama, he's hacking me, but he just doesn't know he's hacking me until now. He doesn't know, but he thought he knew, but he did. He did this yesterday or was this today? Not yeah, today. He, called in, he called in yesterday. He was talking about uh, the wedding advice. But you're from Atlanta. He's from, you're, he's from right. Alabama. Well, he, he's hacking me. You know, I've been hearing him calling for a few weeks now. And, He's got my name, and I was going to let it slide, but then yesterday he was talking about how he's 23. Well, I'm 23. <laughs> His girlfriend's 21. My girlfriend's 21. He's Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Now, because the other Troy in Alabama did, did give Dennis some detail on the fiancé, that that one. Now, is your fiancé in that same realm? Oh, dude, she's, she's just the absolute best, man. She's, I, I couldn't, couldn't ask for anybody better. Do you have a wedding date set? Uh, yeah, it'll be in December. But his is June 9th, 6-9. Oh, and, and they've been dating for almost two years. We've been together for almost two years. Oh, man, this is heavy. This is there's something. There's definitely collusion. There's, there's, this but, is but this there's is a rivalry in the works. Yeah, so do you know him? You, you follow him on the uh, maybe social media? Is there something going on there with you and him? No. Uh, if he wants to find me, I'm Troy the Carpenter on Twitter. Wow, you look know. at this. Just called him I out. Got the test. I got the test uh, six three two up on my uh, my background there. Well, you just ready to beat somebody's ass. You just called out my man in Alabama. You're like, all right, yo, you can find me here. I'm at. That's it. I'll plug my own deal. I hear you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I just wanted to call that out, man. I couldn't couldn't take it any longer. He's been calling for weeks, and he didn't start calling until after I started calling. So I've called a few times now. Well, so. it's it's a it's a joy for me, my friend, when my audience has the same paranoia as I have. So, ha <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Yeah, but what's up? I I, I want to say I know what you're going through with the fan, uh, in your uh, in your office there. Oh, the uh, fan. Studio. Yeah, it's hot, bro. You have the same problem I, at I'm, your I'm, job. I'm, I'm, yeah, man, I'm in the warehouse and we got like these big fans, man. They're like everywhere. It's still hot even with the mines. Yeah, so. it's brutal, man. It's, uh, it's a lose lose situation, bro. It is. You can't help it. You get, uh, you know, sweating up bag Jones. You get you get crazy. I know what you're saying. Then your feet start sweating. I wear these thick, heavy thermal socks. That's what we do here on the show, all of us. Dennis wears the same type of socks. Dennis, we got to wear these all year, these thick socks that we wear. Yeah, the most important thing. If there's one thing I'm going to take away from my life as a whole, I learned from Forrest Gump. Always mm. keep your feet dry. Interesting, interesting, interesting. No! So because if you keep your feet dry, it avoids odor. Because no one, yeah. no one likes a large man like you with a stinky ass and stinky feet. Right or wrong? Very correct. Yes. So, again, I'm trying to be serious here. So, uh, that's, uh, it's never, it never fails. It just doesn't happen here. Hey, Mike in Pennsylvania, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? 
Hey, what's going on, Pez? Hey, who's this uh, Mike over there at the uh, in, uh, Lancaster? Now residing in Columbia. That's right. You moved. You were you were a uh, what do you call it? Like roadkill. You were like uh, what do you call it? Amish? Amish. Stay yeah, anyway. Let's no, 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 no. Come on, I gotta remind people, bro. You can't just blow them off. What is that? You know better than that. <laughs> okay, Mike. Um, so, yeah, you're not in the Amish country no more. You're done with that. Yes, I'm actually six blocks from the Susquehanna River. Oh, the Susquehanna River. Okay, got it. That, that's awesome news. Uh, awesome. You have horses walking around there. You know, there was a horse loose in Manhattan the other day. I don't know if you know that, Mike. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> you don't have them walking around? Because the Amish are big into the horses. They have the horses, the carriage, <laughs> the whole gimmick. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny, um... I haven't seen many Amish since I moved to Columbia. How far is Columbia from Lancaster? About a half hour drive. And you don't have no Amish. Wow, interesting, because the Amish, they're all over Lancaster. They own it, right? That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, like the Amish have uh, been treated like the Native American Indians. Right, right. Moved out of their reservations. Yeah, did you ever date an Amish girl? No, I haven't. I was I was wondering what that's like. I just didn't know. I just I never I didn't know never knew anyone except for Roadkill who dated uh, an Amish girl. So how can I help you, Mike? What's going on, buddy? I called to give you my off the hooks. Oh yes, and begin. And I got a I added a little flavor to it. Old school against new school. You are an originator. You're an innovator. And begin. I got Tony Garia and Rick Martel taking on the Uso. Test one two. What else you got? The Fabulous Rude Joe Brothers, Jacques and Ramon, taking on Seamus and Cesaro. And what's Thrace? And the main event, I got Hawk and Animal, the Road Warriors, taking on the new big guys on the Black and Impact, the Veterans of War. Nice. Yes. Nice. Big Mike in Pennsylvania, bringing the wood like only an Amish man could. Thanks for calling, Mike. I appreciate that very much. You don't, you're not familiar with Mike when he used to call the show back in the day from Lancaster, are you, Dennis? No. I am not, no. But he sounds like a swell guy. I'm starting to tell your misery now. The honeymoon's over with you on the Taz show, and it's starting to set in. This is just a job, and Taz is just an ass. Right? Is that what's going on here? Not, not even a little. It seems like you're a little bitter and you're a little angry that you have to be here with me all the time. It really does. No, I'm you not know bitter what? at all. I... Dennis, I love being here with you, buddy. I you know love what? you, too. I love it. And, and Anthony, I love you, too, buddy. And you know that, Ant? You know that, right? I love you too, Taz. Yeah, man. I do, man. Both you guys, man, my, my homeboys. Sometimes, uh, you know, Dennis, you get upset with me because, you know, I'm a little tough on you. You know, look, if you're going to ride those coattails, bro, you got to ride them the right way, and you also got to do your job. You know what I mean, Hoss? Oh, I agree 100%. I'm not, I don't get upset with you. I'm just, truthfully, I'm tired today. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. You're tired today. That's interesting. Let me yeah. ask you a question. So, sure. who's your favorite Yankee of all time? All time? <laughs> Uh, now, I want you to think about this, because it's not a loaded question. I do want you to think about it the right way. I want to know who your favorite Yankees at all time. I have two answers, because one, I never saw play. Okay. And from the Yankees that I saw, Mariano Rivera. No. Okay. From A-Rod. Okay. Rivera. Yes. Closer Jones, right? Yes, sir. Sandman. They play the Sandman music, right? Okay. So here's the thing. Do you think that Mariano Rivera ever showed up to the ballpark and said to the skipper, I'm tired. 
Maybe. Dennis. Do you think this guy became one of the greatest closers of, closers of all the time? The greatest. Right. And, and would say that you think this guy ever, did never. You, he showed up to the ballpark every day full of piss and vinegar, ready to whoop somebody's ass on the hill. Inside he's, baseball talk, by the way. Yeah. He's afforded at least eight innings, sometimes seven, um, of nap. He goes out to the dugout. Uh, no, he goes out to no. the bullpen, takes a nap. The they training, wake him up. They wake him up in the seventh inning. The training. Who's your second Yankee? Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Do you think the Mick what, what was taking days off? Are you kidding me, dude? That what guy I'm, definitely wasn't. I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is, you need to equate yourself in your career to these great Yankees. You really do, because it's the same thing at the end of the day. It's about a work ethic, Dennis. It's about putting time, and it's about running the game and being the best. I'm running the game. You can't just come out here and just think that the red light's on and you're going to sail a success. You're the next big thing in radio, bro. They're all counting on you to be the next big thing. I'm here in present, man. No, but you can't say you're tired. You know why? You can't be tired. There's, I, no, there's no tired. I made that up. I'm not tired. You're a liar. I'm not tired. No, you're not tired. You're not sorry either. What the F? But I'll tell you this right now. You need not to be tired. You need to always be energized right, and ready hydrate. to go. Okay. No. That's the key. No, you got to wake up with water. You need to just turn it on. You can't be tired. There is no tired. It's like in WWE. I talked about this. There's no sick. People would show up to work sniffling and blowing their nose and coughing. Vince would get mad. You get here. mad. I'm There's here. no sick. There's no sick. That's what you would hear. There's no sick. Unless it's a deadly disease, go to work, shut up, bring a handkerchief, blow your nose, suck it up, take some Advil and go to work. How is it? Really? You got to be ready. You cannot come out here and say you're tired. You know why, Dennis? Because that brings me down. That brings... I don't know. If I'm brought down, we're done. Timber! I can't be brought down. Don't bring me down. Just Jokester. Here we go. Everything's a joke. Well, now you want me to get up. Everything's <laughs> a joke. Which one? Everything's a joke. Which, then, one, which one you want? I don't want nothing. I'm sick of you. Sick of all you people here on this show. Everybody. I'll do this thing by myself. Novan, California, you're on the Taz show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, Taz. Good moment. And whack, whack to the deacon of deli meat. <laughs> whack, whack. What's going on, buddy? I just... I just wanted to uh, give my off the hook and then talk to you about being a NFL correspondent. Possibly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the Eliminators versus the Midnight Express. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. Novan, hold on, wait. I'm trying to drink this thing. Are you watching the video, Novan? It's so hot. Dennis, stop laughing at me. Uh, I'm trying to. <laughs> hold on, Novan. Oh my God, it's so hot to drink this thing. Novan, do you go camping at all? No, I hate camping. Yeah, me too. Uh, because I have this camper uh, thermos. So you watch the video, Norvon? Um, it's yeah. I, That's I a no. see a little bit. There's a delay, but no. um, it's actually Norvin Taz. I hate to correct you. That's but. okay, Norvon. Listen, so I have this 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 freaking straw that has a slit nipple, and I can't. <laughs> it's brutal, dude. I, the water will come up the straw. You know what I mean? So. I'm just, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm having trouble with that the past week. It's giving me a headache. I get pressure in my head because I'm sucking the water up and it's, I'm sucking more air than, than water. It's hard. <laughs> sorry, bro. Continue why don't you with just your, open the cap. Because that's easy and I don't take the easy route. That's why. But good point by you. Got it. You seemed annoyed at me, Nirvana. You go, why don't you just open the cap, you dumbass? That's what you wanted to say. <laughs> well, I have one of those water bottles where I have the same problem. So I just open the cap and then it's just a lot. 
better. No one cares. Dennis, please. I'm on the phone here with Nevada. Uh, so continue with your off the hooks. Go ahead. All right. I have the second one. It's the uh, Kings of Wrestling versus the Heart Foundation. Okay. And then the main event is the Ultimate Superkick Party. It's the Bucks of Youth versus the Rockers. Wow. Good stuff right there. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Is there anything else I need to ha- that I can help you with? Yeah, I remember like a while ago you were talking about getting an NFL correspondent. Oh, yes, you mentioned this. Yes, sir, yes. Who's your team? What do do we got going on here? I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan, and um, I was actually such a big Cowboys fan that I almost stopped listening to the show when I found out the Lumberjack was a Giants fan. I like that. I like that. Okay, so uh, can I give you some Dallas Cowboy trivia? Um, Sure, go ahead. It's a test. You're being tested right now live on the air. Uh, are you have uh, you have access to Google right now? Yeah, but I'll turn it off. No. Good, we'll wait for you to turn that off. Guy, tell me, tell, tell us. Do you have a Google switch that says off? Like, how do you do it? Well, I just I just put my laptop down. Okay, good. Tell me down. when it's down. It's down. How many laptops do you have? One. Okay, good. Because if you have more than one, then then you are a nerd. You realize that, right? I do. Nerd. So okay. So here's the thing. So. Who wore? No, oh, let me think. How how old are you? Thirty-five. All right, so you're in a good age range to know some of these questions. Who was the converted okay. punt? The, who was the converted punter that became a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? Oh man! Five, four, three, two. I don't know. Wh- I don't know. No, Danny White. Okay. Uh, I didn't know he was a punter. He used to be a punter before a, and, and I think he might have did both before he was a quarterback. Who wore number 88 in fame during the heyday of the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers during the mid to late 80s? Um, Drew Pearson. Uh, you Googled that. No, I didn't. I did not. What else it's is early Drew? in the morning over here. Hey, listen, so it's early here, too. It's early everywhere, sir. Okay, uh, one more question. Who wore number 50, was a middle linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys during that era, his he had the initials D.D. as his name. What was his last name? What was the initials again? D.D. Like David David. D.D. Uh, Wrong, sir! What do you mean, no? What? You don't have it, right? I don't have it, no. Okay, D.D. Lewis. Google it. Okay, he was a stud. So, sir, how are you going to be my cowboy correspondent when you don't know the answers to these questions? Well, those guys were a little bit before my time. That's no excuse. You need to be an expert on all things Cowboys. But we'll take it into consideration. I will have to consult with my consultant, Dennis. And he is a Giant fan, unfortunately. So that could be a problem for you, my friend, in California. You know, not that's looking thing. good. Yeah, what do you think here? Yeah, no, it's not. Dennis, what do you think? <laughs> I thought we were just going to skip the NSV East as a whole. No. Just I, cover the Giants. Cowboys are legit. I love the Cowboys. No, so uh, they're, they've, put the, they've built a good team. So I will give them that. Nirvana, he's an ass kisser. You know what I mean? I'm so, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and a sicko fan. He is a sicko fan, true. All right, listen, dude, I appreciate you calling, but I got to go to break. All right, thanks, Taz. Well, hey, listen, we'll take it under advisement. When the season comes around football, you let us know. We'll call it back, all right? It's on the docket. Got it. It's on the docket. Well said. All right, there you go. Navon. Did I say his name right again? Norvin. Right. He, <laughs> he didn't get it right. Uh, damn it. I'm sorry, Callie. So, break time. I'm going to break. Uh, Taz show. Okay. I was a hook there.
to play it. A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It's very disappointing. Oh, welcome back to the show, by the way. It's very disappointing. Sit here during a break. I didn't have to run. I did not have to run to the men's room. I was doing some research. Constantly working. You know that. I have a bunch of stuff going on later. I, I'm very busy later. I, I got I got a lot of errands to run. Nothing, just 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 busy stuff. I working on my pool. Big pool guy. You know, opened my pool the other day, and I'm a huge huge pool guy. Big uh, big into it. Just working on a pool. You know, I just love working on a nice you know, nice pool. So I, nobody goes in it, but it's beautiful. So, uh, but anyway. Um, but it's very disappointing. I'll tell you what's disappointing. It's, it's what happens on my show during the break. Plus, I listen to Dennis, the audio producer and biz dev guy of the show, and the budding co-host who's struggling to be a radio star. In his interaction with the video guy who also wants to be a radio star. Um, so I have two guys that work on the show that don't want to do what they're doing. They want to be radio stars. And then when I try to incorporate them on the show audio-wise... Or video-wise, I get nothing. Fought in church. No, but but Dennis, I noticed your conversation throughout the whole break on headsets with Anthony. It was actually a good conversation. I eavesdropped, and I'm not going to share what it was about, but it was actually it was a pretty good conversation. Feel free. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. And the thing is, okay. no, but it's the point of the conversation. But then, by the way, we're on Facebook Live. Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. If you want to do that, you can do it. But why, if I try to let you talk here, let you talk? You like that? <laughs> well, that's the that's the answer. You're answering your, your own <laughs> question within your answer. No, but I try to have a conversation with you, and you're like, ass tight Jones, one word Jones. What, what, are you, what are you afraid of? You're shy now? You're the captain? What, what are you, what's going oh, on? That, well, no, I'm not the captain. I like... Uh, no, if you want to talk... Uh, I don't even know what that was. I was <laughs> that was me trying to play multiple things at once, and that's just not doable. And think, too, at the same time. Yeah, well, I don't ever think. I think he's not my strong why, suit. Why can you have a conversation with Anthony and not me? I, I'm absolutely more than happy to have a conversation with you. What would you like to talk no, about? Wh- why is well, it? No, actually, you know what? I'm a little hesitant, because then then you get you get mad about the co-host thing so i don't i don't want to be the co-host i want to be the producer oh god and and i'm afforded the opportunity to speak with you your new name is bullshit barry <laughs> oh. bullshit barry <laughs> he sounds like a swell guy dude so let me get this straight so you don't want to talk no be- no i because then i will attack you and call you the co-host you don't attack me you make it known that <laughs> It's not, I, I never feel attacked. I truly don't. I know you don't. Because you have no feelings. I, that's actually true. That's, well, that's part of the redhead People thing. who don't apologize don't have feelings. I so, agree Now, Andy, you're not, you're not innocent, okay? But you're the same way. So you two guys, and there's, there's video on my Instagram as proof of you two guys playing grab ass. So go to Taz Talk, T-A-Z-T-A-L-K. It's and called conversation. I know. I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I understand. No, it's okay. I know you're annoyed. You yelled that at me before, once the video went off this morning. Yeah, it's called a conversation, Taz. Yeah, I, 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 I call it grab ass because when you two guys talk, it's like two high school chums meeting up for the first time again, Haas. That's what happens. Well, like, 
I told this to Dennis yesterday. I come in and I try to give like a big reaction to the both of you, and of course you're not in the room when I do it. <laughs> and then today I walk in, and then you're right behind me as it comes in. You kind of scared me. I almost pooped myself. I'm a oh Jesus! Yeah, I oh. understand. <laughs> Disregard everything. That's how bad it was. Andy. That's downstairs. <laughs> that damn Side effects stories tell us to go home. Freaking bastards. Um, what were you saying now? What? Well, like this morning, I had just walked into the room, and then you came up behind me, and I was like, "Ah, oh, now he thinks that I don't want to talk to him." They call me. Listen, listen. The Shockmaster. Dennis, stop with that. L listen, listen, listen. Okay, I, I, I'm. Look, you two guys are chumming it up. You, it's obvious you guys like each other better than you like me. I know that. Oh, that's a lie. Oh, that's bull. I can't stand Dennis. No, 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 no. Everybody knows that's the, the, the love fest you guys have for each other and the hate. The pure hate you have for me. I and hate no, it's, everyone. It's true. You guys hate me. When I, you and Cowboy leave, I get a little scared because then it's just Dennis and Seth running rum shot everywhere. It's, it's not... Rum shot. It's not <gasps> rum we get it. I thought... It's not rum shot. I thought he was hamming it up and no, he was... That was not good. even... That was... Shane okay. only needs to add that in the drinking game. Rum shots. Oh, yeah, Jesus. That's, oh, my God. Not rim shot. Uh, so, okay. So... Uh, is there a point to any of this? The point is, yes, you two guys like each other and you like me. You guys chum it up with each other, and I try to engage with you guys and speak to you guys, and you both are disrespectful, and you don't want to talk to me. And I know what No, you are. Yeah, no, you are. I know. That's okay. You don't like me. I know why you don't like what me. What a load of malarkey. I know why you don't like me. Why it's because I got upset at both of you guys before the show. Did I not? You no, did. You were just being a good yeah, leader. Like, you, when I get into details, you guys did something with the show. Sure, with, absolutely. We're not going to deny with, that, but with we, some prep for the show, and and I got upset with you guys because this is not the first time I asked nicely for you, oh, Dennis, not to do what you did. hundred percent, right? I'm not. I don't disagree with any of that, but I, it. I think Ant would take offense to this too. I don't like that you, you think that I can separate what the show is and then outside of the show. I don't bring like if you're if you if you have an issue with what something I've done on the show. That's fine. That lives within the show. I don't hold that against you outside of it. Like, that's you, like we talked about yesterday, you trying to make the best possible show. That's you enhancing the show. I don't hold that against you. I, like, no ill will there. That's you. Hey, look, man, you, you screwed up. You did this. Fix it. Okay. I'm. That's dead and gone. You don't like me, and I know it. Bryce in North Carolina, you're on the Tash Show. We're going to get back to this. Bryce, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, good moment, guys. Good moment, buddy. What's up? All right. Um, first, I was gonna, I'm going to be, like, really quick here. I was wondering if you and Dennis... Had in, um, you know, had uh, LeBron or Golden State winning? Was just curious to have y'all even care. No, I, uh, I do care. I, I I think Golden State's gonna win. I mean, I know maybe so. I mean, I might be a little crazy. What do you think, Dennis? Uh, I like I, Steph Curry and I like the Durant skinny arm Jones. I do, okay. but but I like those guys. You know, I like LeBron too. But I I know I'm probably. What do you think, Dennis? I want Cleveland to win just because I don't, and it's hypocritical because LeBron started the super team stuff, but. Kevin Durant going to Golden State. I thought that was a. Uh, I thought that was a baby move. He's just ring chasing at this point. I don't wow. like it at all. Yeah, you sound like what's his name from uh, uh, what's his name uh, number zero. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Jesus, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I I thought it was a. Weak I, I love move. him by the way. He's one of oh, my he's awesome. favorite I love guy. He's the best. But LeBron, Bryce, you like Westbrook? Actually, I do not like him. Why? What about the way he plays? It's, 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 no, no, and that's what it is. There's nothing really about the way he plays. It's just like his antics on the oh. court, kind of like, they kind of annoy me. I understand. But, oh, he's I, a dude, great mugger. But the way he plays, you can't say nothing about the way he plays, no, though. No, no, absolutely not. You can't take nothing away from that, dude. No, he's real good, man. Hey, man, uh, Taz, I know your show's about to end, man. I just, but my real question was, um, I was just like, have y'all noticed the, um, 
awkwardness with Kurt Angle on Raw. I know I'm, I'm taking it on another level, hmm. but um, have you know? I know I noticed when he's like in his you know his promos or interacting with the talent, it's almost like he looks to me, not deer in headlights, but he looks like I don't know. He's trying his best not to not to mess up. You know, this is his second right. go around and whatnot, right. and then right. he looks almost like nervous, almost kind of like. Not the Kurt Angle that I was used to when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah, just, I, there's something. That, I I wouldn't say nervous. He, I've worked with Kurt. I've done business with Kurt. I know him for years. Bryce, I I think I know what you mean. I wouldn't say nervous. And thank you for calling, Bryce. I don't think it's nervousness at all. Uh, it's not a stage fright thing. The guys uh, had the biggest bright lights you can imagine, like being on Olympic gold uh, in a match for the Olympic gold medal to represent his country. So no, he, I don't think it's a, a a stage fright thing at all. I think you make a good point, Bryce. But what I think it is is it's there's a lot when you are that general manager role. I I know because years ago when I was on SmackDown, they were looking for different. Before they they delved into the Teddy Long thing, they were talking about different people maybe being general manager for a couple of weeks and stuff like that. My name was thrown into the hat, and I was like, Ugh. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. I don't know if I want to do that because the thing is, there's a lot on your plate. There's a lot of content. You get a lot of TV time, which is cool. But there's a lot to remember. There's a lot of lines to remember. Um, and I'm an ad-lib guy where I, they, they would be pissed if I had to ad-lib all those, all those segments and lines. Now, Kurt is different. From what I know of working with Kurt, uh, not in the ring, Kurt is a guy who actually flourishes in working off of a script, per se. Kurt is uh, very good at that, and he enjoys that. He can ad-lib very well, but I think he's more of a, a script-type guy, from what I remember. I could be wrong. So maybe it's just a lot on his plate. Um, that could be it, too. Um, I What I would do with Kurt, I'd let him be – he's a naturally funny guy. I'd let him have more fun with the role instead of being so serious. I think that could be another thing. But maybe, uh, you know, may, maybe they want him – Obviously, I shouldn't say maybe. They obviously, they do want him to be serious. That's why he's acting so serious. You know, um, I, I do think that um, I do think it's a thing where it's a, there's a lot of lines to remember. There's a lot of content to remember. He's trying to keep the dots connected. You know, I don't know how many of those things are pre-taped or lived uh, when he's not on camera, meaning in the arena. So uh, it's a lot. It's a it's a tough job. That 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 that. Uh, Gimmick GM role is not easy. There's a lot to remember. Harry in Maryland, uh, what's going on? You're on the Taz Show. I made it through the rain. You made it through the rain, buddy. First time, long time. Look at this guy. First time, long time, and I got to rush you through it. Hurry up, kid. Talk to me. Hey, by the way, quick question. Harry, are you uh, a new listener, or you've been listening or watching for a while? I've been listening since the uh, human podcast machine days. Wow. And this is just my first opportunity to get to make a phone call please. well i harry i appreciate that very much dude seriously uh you're in crab country you're in maryland i've spent a lot of time there as you know and uh worst drivers in the world the worst the worst drivers in the world those roads you people have outside of baltimore in the suburb areas over there in their hopkins and loyola that whole area um uh and near towson that whole thing those little friggin parkways you have it's a nightmare Nightmare, dude. Absolutely, absolutely. It is. It really is. I'm not. I'm being serious. Uh, so what's going on, bro? Talk to me. Uh, I want to put you over and get my off the hooks if I could. Yes, go for it. Okay, uh, I'll start off with my off the hooks. Opening contest is the Midnight Express versus the Fantastics. Okay, cool. Uh, second match is Midnight Rockers versus the Rock and Roll Express. Nice. Yep. 
And my main event will be Carrie and Kevin Von Erich versus the Fabulous Freebirds. Nice. That's good stuff right there. Okay, and uh, you can continue now to put me over. Go ahead, sir. Okay, and I'd like to put you over just to say that I've been a longtime fan of yours since the IWCCW days. Oh, my God. Tasmaniac Jones. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, cutting promos in front of the Psycho House. <laughs> wow. Yeah. With, with, with uh, Mondo Clean. Oh, my God. How old are you? Yeah, I am uh, 37. Man, you know your stuff. You're a real uh, legitimate fan right there. That's some, you're throwing out some names, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I've been watching uh, wrestling since 1983 when I was three years old. I could tell, but bro. I'm scared to death of the Samoans. Yeah, so am I. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you calling, bud. Sure, and I just want to say that uh, you make my day go easier. Uh, my wife is waiting for a kidney transplant. Oh, wow. And uh, and uh, I wait. I, I work full time, and uh, you make my day easier. You make my days go quick. And uh, then when I get home from work, I uh, after listening to the Taz show, I uh, help my wife with uh, doing dialysis at home and uh i just want to say that how much you make my days easier and i'm just a long time fan and thank you for the bumps the bruises and uh the injuries and stuff i know that it wasn't easy but uh you're uh, a huge taz fan i can't put you over enough well listen thank you so much um i appreciate that very much uh harry seriously and and uh, I'll say a prayer for your wife and hope everything goes well there in regards to transplant and everything. And, and as you guys wait and keep positive and stay strong and, and give my regards to her, please. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Can I put in, in a quick plug real quick? What kind of plug is this? Um, there, If you go to a certain restaurant today anywhere in Delaware or in the Maryland area, uh, they will if you mentioned the American Kidney Fund, they will donate 50% of the proceeds to the American Kidney Fund. Yeah. Uh, abs- it, wow. It, yeah. 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 Uh, any Chipotle uh, between 10.45 a.m. and 9 p.m., uh, they will donate 50% of the proceeds. So that's any Chipotle uh, in Delaware, Mer- where, where Delaware and where else? In Delaware and Maryland. Wow. Okay, okay, great. And that, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you doing it. Is there any other website folks should, could go to donate if need be? AmericanKidneyFund.com. Okay, great. All right, Harry, listen, stay strong, buddy, and give my regards to your wife, and thank you for calling, man. All right, thank you, Taz. See you, Harry. Be good, good buddy. There you go, right there. Very nice caller, very good guy. I hope the best for his wife. Uh, we're looking here at the Facebook Live. I'm looking at uh, Ronnie Kozlowski. And he is saying uh, Chipotle equals blowout Jones. Let's see what he's saying. He's talking about the blowout, the Yucca Flats, as they call it. I'm a huge Chipotle fan, by the way. Chip, as we call it. From the rip, bro. Chip on the rip, bro. I use all the inside terms for the kids. You know what I mean? Back to the topic at hand. And it's you hating me, Dennis. Yeah, you're, you're going to try and die on this hill, and I'm just going to keep reviving you. Sir, I love you. I, I will not die on any hill. I will beat ass on that hill. That's the first thing. Okay, I am. Uh, I will be relentless, uh, tenacious, pugnacious on that hill. I know you don't like me. You know why? It's okay. Most people don't like me. My um, audience. I'm likes not me. most people. My audience loves me. Actually, my audience loves me. My fan base loves me. People like you, people like Anthony, and I know Cowboy hates me. So that goes without saying. That guy just. I'm not even going to tell you some of this stuff. No, dude, he avoids me. He he don't want to be around me. You know? So he he don't want nothing to do with me. He's worse than you, that guy. He doesn't even make eye contact with me. (laughs) At least you look at me. 
So, Paulo Balatamnucci, this is tremendous. Dennis, say you're sorry, you punk. <laughs> yes, stuck it up your ass, Dennis. I love it. That one got me. That, you Called know you a punk. Today's the day. <laughs> I haven't heard that in ages. Call somebody a punk. That's legit. Sick, everybody. Lucha Underground. I did not get a chance to see the beginning of the show. I saw the main event, a, a chunk of it. Excellent match. No shock Jones here at all. No shocker. Johnny Mundo, known as Johnny Morrison from back in the day, John Morrison. Johnny Mundo versus The Mac who I have done a breakdown before breakout, a segment a segment which will be coming back very soon to the Taz Show, by the way. You familiar with this or not really? Breakdown before breakout. You've explained it to me off air, so I'm That's a no. No! That means you're not familiar. Okay. What'd you say? What? I'm familiar. Yeah. I should put you on the spot and tell me to explain it, but I won't test you because I don't want to be a douche. You hate, you hate me already. You pick you pick a, a wrestler who's up and coming, but and you showcase him before they head to a bigger promotion. That's correct. So well said. Uh, so yes, you do know. Okay, I then no problem. <laughs> Dennis, you're very familiar with Breakdown Before Breakout. So I did one of these back in the day on the Mac, uh, you know, and put him over usually because he deserves it. The guy is underrated, tremendous, looks different, looks like a throwback type guy. Can work his ass off. Obviously, Morrison can work his ass off. Mundo. These guys had a great, great knockdown, drag out match. It was tremendous. And it's going to continue to next week because there was really, uh, oh, what the heck happened? There was a screw job finish. Did you see it? Turns out I don't have El Rey. Oh, I so, you, I, so oh, no, I really? don't. What the heck I happened at the end of this match? And I watched the match. I'm throwing a blank. Because it it's tough when you watch NXT, but everything bleeds in. And uh, I know, uh, what's his name, uh, Quavo, the, the guy who runs the, the temple, that he came out and said this was a great match, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Mac lost. That's right. The Mac lost, I think, right? I don't know how he got pinned, but he did get pinned, I think. The Mac lost. Pretty sure he did. I'm trying to remember. People on Facebook, help me. People on Facebook, help me. Give me the finish. I'm just drawing a blank right now because I know, I know he lost because he was upset. Uh, and then uh, the, the, the roll, the, that's what happened. Jim Wells on Facebook Live. Thank you. Ref was about to count, and the three and a three, and the bell rang. That's right. Time ran out. One, two, and then the time ran out. Thank you, Jim. He's right. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. F job finish. No problem. They're going to do the match again next week. Okay, so this thing was tremendous. I feel bad for those two guys. I don't know how they got to top what they did. But I think a lot of the stuff is in the can, as we call it. Uh... Ridge Coffee, great name, on uh, Facebook Live saying the Mac didn't pin Mundo in time. Correct. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, uh, James Torado, Facebook Live, is the match continuing next week? Yes, James, I said that a plethora of times. Willie Chuck, you're on the Taz Show. Please, sir, not long. I have to go. Hurry up. Hey, Dad. Hi. <laughs> uh, Pete Dunn, gender, I like your take on it. Thank you, sir. I don't like Pete Dunn. I like it. I respect him, though. He's okay. got heel respect. Yes. And I, I really have a hard time giving him heat because I have a hard time getting my voice up to make that kind of, like, boom noise. Right. Well, I don't know what that even means, but uh, thank you. 
Well, you talk about the boo noise. You like him or you don't like him. He's a heel, but he doesn't garner heat that you hate him. And I agree with that part because he's such a talented guy. I think they need to let him do some stuff on the mic to garner some heat. Right. Well, like like Kevin Owens does. Yes. And, but I, I love what he does too much to actually, like, Give him heat in like an arena or. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. Whatever yes. on Twitter. Uh, no, 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 Willie Chuck. I got it. Back in the day, Randy Savage, Randy the Macho Man Savage, the legendary. Uh, that's how he was back in the day. People loved to watch this guy work. He was so damn good. And he was a heel, but people liked him. Willie Chuck, thanks for calling. People liked him. I mean, I remember that was one of the first guys I remember that had that kind of heel heat that was liked, like liked a lot because he was so freaking good. You know what I mean? We got to be quick with these calls. I got things to do. Miles in California, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, man. I have off a hook. I have a long time coming, so I've been done with, with you. Do it. Okay. Um, mirror, first match. Mirror image TLC match. Raw Titan title. Brogan Hardy versus the Hardy Boys. Brogan Hardy's winning. Second match. Old school versus new school. Street fight. Back down Titan titles. Outsiders versus Usos. Outsiders take it. And last main event. Extreme Rules Titan match. Havoc and, and Helico with... He, um, with Evil Leaf versus Miz and Morrison with Selena. Okay, well said. Schnell, Schnell, Rapido, Rapido, yes? Yeah. Right. What? Yeah. What? Yes. The last one was Extreme Bulls Tech Team Match, Havoc and Helico with Evil Leaf versus Morrison, Morrison, Miz and Morrison with Selena, and Havoc and Helico take it. Dude, you, you should work at a... Um an auction. An auction. Yeah, get some audio now. Bro, you could do that because you could talk quick. I'm serious. Thanks, man. People told me that. People, a lot of people told me that. Yeah, you can. You could be good at it, Miles. You're a rapid old talk, a Schnell talk, a fifth quarter. That's how quick that we had Miles give his stuff. It, it felt like that. It felt like that. Well, that's just that's about the Dynaflow. I, I I've heard that before actually. Oh God, Fat of Midland Jones. Hey John in Ohio, you are on the Taz Show. And you're the last caller of the day. What's going on, buddy? Oh, what a deal! I'm trying to make this schnell then for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to put you over real quick. Uh, good moment to you, and good moment to the lumberjack. Who yes, needs to sir. Put the chainsaw down and uh, yeah. worship at your feet. Yeah, hit a treadmill. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's how how over you are, man. I've married 32 years, and my wife is now listening to you, and she was never a wrestling fan to begin with. Now, so. see, that's the test right there. That's the key. What you just said, and I appreciate you telling me that because. That, I will. I have to tap myself on the back or pat myself, whatever the expression is, John, because that's hard to do. To get a woman to listen to your show when you're from the wrestling biz and she never was a wrestling fan, that's hard. Oh, she, she loves it, man. She's, she's, she's into it now. So Does it annoy her when I talk about wrestling? She's okay with that, too. Oh, yeah, she's good. She's good. She's actually starting to watch wrestling now and getting involved in it. So huh? pretty, well, pretty cool. Tell Vince I said he's welcome. 
I got so him another you're really fan. no longer running the game. You're redefining the game. Brother. I am redefining the game. I'm running the game. I am the effing game, John. Let's be honest. I'm running the game. Uh, yeah. And you're part of the game, John. How's that? There you go. Yes. What else? That we works. Yes. Just a uh, just quick off the hooks, real quick. I got uh, the Stan Hansen and Bruiser Brody versus the Kane and Undertaker. Wow, big. Yep. Yeah. Have the uh, Shield versus the Fabulous Freebirds. Nice. Which I think would be epic. And I think my main event, cool. which I would love to see, would be Ole Anderson and Arn Anderson versus the Hardy Boys. That would be big. Yeah. You can't do a lot of spots yeah. with the Andersons. You can't be a spot monkey. They don't like it. True. You know what I mean? John, I appreciate you calling, buddy. Hey, thanks, brother. Love you. See you, man. Love you, too. So that's what people do right there, Dennis. They say they love me. You hate me, Dennis. No. And your little... But buddy, Anthony hates me too. And it's okay. Because when I tell you guys you're gone, you're going to miss me. So We miss you every day when you leave. No, you don't. We do. Michael Ward, Taz isn't setting the bar. He is the bar. And his audio producer lives in the bar. Timber! Almost. You're a big drinker, dude. I think that's what's going on here on the show. You're showing up a little half in a bag. That's the problem. I wish. Yeah. It's a little too early to be hitting Pardon the bottle. Me. Is that part of the drinking game to Mike Kimmick? I think it is, actually. Oh, God. <sighs> All right. Well, there it is. Sorry for the background noise again, the fans, if you're just joining the show. This is hot in here in, in, in AC. Typical routine. Got to deal with the archaic cooling equipment that we have here. Got on the Facebook Live, Mimi Maria, he, meaning Dennis, is drinking a lot of cocoa milk. I do like chocolate milk. Shocking. Uh, James Hayes, is it Friday yet? No. Happy Thursday, though, James. Because tomorrow will be Happy Friday. As I said earlier, we will have uh, Austin Aries, WWE superstar, will be on the show tomorrow via the phone. Looking forward to catching up with a double. Talk about his uh, book that's coming out. Well, I think it's out, actually. Talked about it on Monday. Talk about his match, his submission match he has coming up this Sunday at Extreme Rules. In speaking of Maryland, in Baltimore. So we'll talk about that. He's gonna wrestle for the cruiserweight title against the Neville. So uh, but I am intrigued about his book for sure. Just it should be good to catch up with Austin. You know, a lot of you guys that are old school fans of show, you heard him on in the past on my show here. A while ago, we actually the one that Austin Aries was on. I uh, did that out of uh, WFAN, Dennis. That was at the fan. I did that one. That's when they moved me around. That'd just keep me here, locked up in a closet, like a caged animal, like a caged bum. Sit here with a guy that hates me. Don't say nothing, Dennis. I know you're not gonna say nothing. It's easy for you not to say nothing. Who hates you? You. Oh, I don't hate you. Oh, I know, Dennis. You can't talk much because you're tired. I forgot. You said that. No, already. I don't talk much because I'm not your co-host. I'm your audio producer. Who, who's your... Oh, a douche. Who's your favorite... Um, Nothing for you! Who's your favorite uh, giant of all time? New York Giant. 
favorite giant I mean it's hard not to love LT uh, of course I mean LT yeah. I, 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 who's your second favorite giant everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it who'd you say that Strahan oh god what a, you are just a front runner <laughs> Strahan I'm not even going to react to that I like OC you know what? Forget I'm the a big question. defensive guy. All right. No, no, because now you know what? No, you know what? No, 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 shut me down. Okay, you know what the problem is? It's because you know where I'm going with this, and it's because you, you, you said you were tired earlier. No, you know what it is? I'm just tired on the air. Yo, that, that's total male in attitude. You know better than that, Dennis. Seriously. Can't do that. You have no future in your career when you act like that. I have no future, period. There is no tomorrow. You can't do that. You understand me? You have to stay focused, sir. I'm here to motivate. You do a good job at that. I will. I, I will try my best. That. Man. <sighs> All right. Well, guess that's it. And it is loud, man. You dead Ed Jones. Brutal. Would you be uh, the first guest on Dead Air? We'd love to have you. What are you going to pay me? Well, uh, <laughs> I got to get paid. Well, you got to pay a bitch. You know what I mean? That's how it is up here. Out of the kindness of our heart. You got to pay me from the rip. You know what I mean? Me and Ed could probably pull together like 25 bucks. Uh, no, I would not be on your show, Dead Air. What's it called again? Isn't it Dead Air? You're, you're the one who coined it. I did. It's just, I think, I think it would just be Dead Air and I would have nothing to do with it. I wouldn't even promote it for you guys. I I, I I I just think you guys would have it would be the greatest three minute show ever because you guys would just shoot your wad in three minutes you'd sit there laugh your ass off and tease each other and make fun of each other and then you'd have nothing left they call me the shock master you think you guys have potential Ant? what do you think what's up oh, sorry I just oh, oh I see what's going on Oh, all right. It's just, no, no. Oh, I, all right. It's just what's up now. All right. No, I just ha I'm all doing right. a couple things right now. Oh, okay. That's nice, dude. That's nice. I'm gonna have a conversation with Seth about both of you guys. Well, <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna have a conversation with Seth with both of you guys. Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna talk to Seth, and because I don't like the ads, I don't like what's going on here. You guys are in collusion. You guys are out to There's get no me. There's no collusion. Yeah, no, you guys no, are we're not, colluding. being just disrespectful to me. See, why, why is it when Dennis is in the blender, I just get chopped up and thrown in the blender, too? Good morning, Hebrews and Shebrews. It's because you guys are uh, just always a, a team. You guys, Dennis always refers to you guys as we. We. Oh, yeah. we, we, well, we. Well, because then we it takes the it. heat off of him. Oh, he goes we over. That's the fact, Jack! You're right. It does take the heat off him. He tries to, to put the heat on you, too. And you are a mock, Anthony, and you just fall right into it. You understand? I, I guess <laughs> it's the truth. You, the the guys, only team I'm on is the Taz Show team. Oh, I wish I believed that, and I wish that was true because that'd be awesome. It'd be, it really would. I have it tatted on me. Nah, it's just, it's a shame. It's, it's not good. Up. It's not good. What's going on? I don't like the feel of everything here on this show with you two guys. I don't. I don't like the feel. It's not right. And Dennis, I blame you. Because this kid, Anthony, follows anything you say. It's not good what's going on. It's not. Then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. It's just, it's just not right. Okay. I, and I don't appreciate what's going on. All right. Well, uh, no, you, we'll you know, you're going to no sell Jones. You're going to act like it's no big deal. And then my audience is going to turn on you. Not your audience. My audience.
You understand? I don't think I have their backing to start with. So if they turned on me, that would be positive. You know, I'm trying to have a good show, a good close to the show. What? what am I, is it that? Am I that tough on you here? Is that why these other guys all quit the show? These producers? I cannot speak for them. I do not plan on quitting. So you're gonna have to get rid of me. <laughs> So you're one of those guys, you're going to go down. I'm going to wear out my welcome. You're going to wear out your welcome. If I haven't already. Wow. Jesus. I don't know, man. I just feel like something's not right here with you two guys. Yeah, I... I'm starting not to I trust. think you're trying to figure things out, and there's nothing to figure out. Yeah, at times, I can be considered paranoid. When it comes to my content and my show, yeah, that does happen. No, we're all pulling from the same rope. Look, Tim Cossadine just said, Ant hates you. You're right. Tim's right. Because the way Antony came in. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Uh, Ant, that's what you said to me, right? What's up? I did, but... Uh, I don't want to peel back the curtain. You don't have to peel back the curtain. But, sir, then turn your mic off. You should be you should be on mic if you can't handle it. Put no, my that, mic on! You know what I mean? Seriously. That's not it. Well, I'm just it? a loser. <laughs> What, what is it? No, I don't. Whatever. That, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I need a new team here. Dennis, you know, it was going good, bro. But that, but that comment you made before and the way you've been acting this week. What comment? <sighs> I don't know. I'm just remember. a little tired today. Hey, that that I, part. Well, let's see how you are. You won't apologize for it. You're just like, oh, whatever. Apologize for being tired? I can't be tired? You cannot be tired on the air and say it. It's bad. All right, I'm awake now. No, but you can't do that. That's bad for the show. If you're if tired... You, if you were tired, it would be bad for the show. Sir, I'm, you, I'm not an integral part. You have a camera and a microphone, so you're part of the show. I know you're very handsome. Oh, but listen you. to you me. You are as well. You cannot say you're tired. That's bad content. I'm no longer tired. No, you're, you're soon going to be no longer employed, and you'll be working the graveyard shift again at freaking CBS Sports Radio. I oh, please don't no. give a damn. I'm sending you back there, Dennis. Please don't. Be working on one of those guys. Oh. Job at a hut show and the other guy. Jimbo McGee, whatever the F his name is. Lou Sass and Billy Rottencock show. He'll be doing that soon. <sighs> Rottencock is so hard on me. <laughs> I don't want to go back. <laughs> Will you stop? Anyway. Sickness. Never ends. I try so hard to embrace you people that, 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 that I, I make you people relevant. I'm being honest. Oh, and we agree with that. Not just you two. The other people that left, all those grateful people. Handsome Buy a Johnny, hat. Handsome, handsome John is laying around on the couch with 10 girls. Yeah, he's living it up. Flipping people off. That's one, too. He's living the life of a rock star. You're welcome, Johnny. Who deemed you handsome? Me. Now you're running around grabbing tail left and right. How about Video Brian? That guy. He's running drones throughout the country. Because of me. And I'm sitting here like a schmuck. Unbelievable. You happy now, Dennis? I'm never happy. <laughs> uh, 
excuse me. Pardon me. Anyway, sometimes it's how the show ends. You know, it ends awkward, it ends weird. That's how you win awards, folks. Award winning host right here. Tim Cossidy, one more. Facebook Live. Dennis Fat Smug Face. He's <laughs> not wrong. He's not wrong. Because the, your attitude sucks, dude, because you never apologized. That's the problem. That's the problem. They, I can't apologize for having a fat, smug face. No, no, no. Because of what you've done in the past here on the show, you—you. You, that's the problem. Theo Bond Jr. Dennis apologizes for nothing. I know Theo, and that's the problem. That's why people hate him. Man, you're getting ripped on the Facebook. It's brutal. You don't care. Look at you. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I got my T-shirt. I'm gonna get another one soon. And, and, and there is gonna, there is going to be another shirt in the works soon. Yeah, we're going to feed that ego even more. I don't have an ego. If the shirt's going to say simply in the front, the next big thing in radio. <laughs> Dennis Jones. And then on the back's a picture of you. No, bull crappy. <laughs> and you could have on the sleeve a picture of Anthony. Boo! With his hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to peel back the curtain. <laughs> I didn't mean to finish. The, I, I meant to say, what's up, boss? It's hectic back here. Uh, how much how much mileage and content I, I, in dead air can you get out of the Anthony voice? I, I'm thinking maybe, maybe a minute at best. Seriously, dude. Like, how much? What, what are you going to bring to the table with dead air? Dead air is just, you know, two guys chopping it up, <clears throat> talking about life. It's basically break. We, we do dead air during the break, and you get mad. No, but what happened is once the mics are hot and the camera's on, you guys won't be able to do that. And actually, it's not even that good what you do. So just to tell you. We're so, not, we didn't pretend it was. No, you, you know. Peter Mahaja. Where's the Viking? Robbie. Robbie's working. I talked to Robbie in the via the text the other day. Oh, don't worry, he's on deck. Oh yeah. Once the lumberjack <laughs> the bed full throttle Jones, lumberjack comes back. The Viking comes back. Okay, I made a mistake. <laughs> Once the lumberjack poopies the bed, then the Viking comes back. One take Jones. Kind of. All right. I got a lot of stuff to do. I hate to go, but I, I think I got to go soon. You know. Jim Williams. Three hours, Taz. Three hours. Listen, I'll do three hours in my sleep. I'll do four hours. But they got to pay me. I, you know, I'm being honest. I can't, I, you know, I got to work out a new contract. So right now I'm doing my thing, and then uh, you know, when my contract wraps, comes to, gets ready to wrap up. Uh, you know, my people will talk to their people. Hopefully, there's not a cat on top of my head on camera. That's a whole other story. 
Headroom Jones. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, so yeah, they will, uh, you know. I three hours in my sleep. Jim Wells, one more comment towards Dennis. All it takes is an apology. I could do your job. Wow. Wow. Send your resumes to 1271 Avenue of the Americas, 44th floor. That's great. Now people can find me. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> they can't find you. I have people waiting downstairs. I've signed autographs the other day. <laughs> I took pictures. That's yeah. a true story. Well, it's a good okay. thing I gave him a fake address. Nah, see. I'm a man of the people. I don't talk to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> that, guy, that guy earlier. I asked you, what What should I do to be a wrestler? <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, I guess we're done here. All right. Well, I really do wonder what people think that just tune into the show. Like at the end, like this, like what they when they hear, it, like wow, this is like the guy doesn't say anything. Like what, what, like the new bosses here? Imagine, dude, you know the new bosses. They got <laughs> walking by. They're like, man, this show this, this does show that gets, well. This it's show gets those awfully numbers. quiet. They, they don't really like the guy's not like the Taz guy, that wrestler. Like he's really mean looking, but like he doesn't say anything. Like I, I thought it was supposed to be like this really popular thing. Uh, okay take two all right failure jones all right so tomorrow we will have uh, a special guest wwe superstar known as austin aries will be here on the tash show looking forward to that we'll do a prediction for extreme rules quasi prediction maybe we'll do a little name game tomorrow i don't know if we could do name game with um with all scenarios I know he's going to be Getting ready to fly out And stuff so I don't think he's going to be able To do a name game But Anyway Thank you everybody Who chatted up the show On uh, either Facebook Or the gimmick chat Or on Twitter I appreciate it For everybody here On the Taz show We love you You love us And that's how it's done I'm Taz You're not Thanks everybody Goodbye I've been doing What I really love Haters been hiding Behind the screen Man they movie cuts And when I'm back at home It never feels the same Cause We've been doing Our own Trying to stay up I want to go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So go and pour another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go.